and welcome back to another episode of Weirdo Wacky Tales with Gia. I'm your host Gia, and on this podcast, I go over stories from mythology and true crime cases. Today is another story from mythology, and it's a little bit of a lighter one compared to what we did last week, the full Odyssey, a uh, 20-minute long video. If you haven't seen that one, check that out. It's one of my favorite stories of pretty much all Greek mythology. But today we're going to be going over Perseus and Medusa. Now, if you don't know Medusa, don't worry, we'll get to her today. But she is um, a piece of work. And I feel kind of bad for her, honestly, because her, her fate wasn't really her fault. But we'll get into it. So first, let's get into the backstory, because we need to know where our hero comes from. So there is a king by the name of Croesus, and he has a daughter named Day, I'm going to call her uh, Dana because I don't know how to pronounce her name completely, but it's D-A-N-A-E, and an E has two dots above it, and I don't know what that means. So, Acrisius has his daughter named Dana, I'm going to call her Dana, um, and he loves her, you know, like, he, all fathers love their daughters, you know, it's a weird relationship because, you know, I don't know. It's going to become complicated because Acrisius finds out from the Oracle of Delphi that it is prophesied that his grandson would kill him. And that is what happens eventually. Perseus does kill him. But in fear of Perseus killing him, he locks his daughter Dana up in a tower, which is not really father of the year material. You know what I mean? Now, he kind of did that because he thought that it would have been, you know, you know, easier to do that because they're like, okay, this will work. No one can get in. No one can impregnate her. But when Zeus finds a subject that he likes, Zeus will do anything to get laid. And he got her pregnant by making her stand in a shaft of light. And that kind of sounds sexual when I think about it because I said shaft of light, but he literally turned into a light beam shine directly on her and that's how he did it that's how he got her pregnant from this union perseus was born and decreasius finds out and he's scared out of his mind so he logically throws his daughter dana and his new grandson perseus in a wooden chest and just throws them to sea just lets them drift off they eventually landed a place called seraphos where a fisherman found and took them in. Now this fisherman is the brother of our main antagonist. Don't think Medusa's the antagonist. Medusa is just Medusa's just the, like the big action scene. The real villain of this is King Polydictus and he is the ruler of Seraphos. Now Polydictus desired Dana. I don't some places say that he was fell in love with her, but I don't really think that was the case. I think it was more like a sexual desire, like he wanted to conquer her or something. And Perseus saw this and he's like, Nope, don't I don't I don't I don't like this union at all. Um and Polydictus knows that. So he sends him to bring the head of Medusa. And he does this because obviously if we'll go into Medusa, but like it's pretty much going after her as a certified death wish and here's why so medusa was originally born a beautiful woman with good hair keep that in mind good hair and poseidon was the god that did her in actually well not really it was athena who did her in but like poseidon was the reason poseidon actually uh really desired her and he ended up doing the dirty with her in a temple of athena where she was a priestess she was a priestess of athena 
and they did it in the temple and Athena got mad and she cursed her with a hideous face and snakes for hair. Additional curse. Anyone who makes eye contact with Medusa turns to stone. And so Medusa uh, ends up being confined in a cave and becoming really reclusive and she just stays in her lane. Before he goes, Perseus needs some, you know, he needs some like stuff for for like he needs an arsenal. He's taking on a monster. Well, not really. She's a woman, but like whatever. So, um there are two versions of this. So, one version says that the gods just directly gave it to him, and the other one is like the Perseus had to press the sisters of the Gorgons. Medusa's a Gorgon. Um these sisters are called the Grey the Grey. I'm going to call them the Grey Sisters. I think that's cool. But it's G-R-A-I-A-E. These sisters um, are like, they're depicted as hags and they own, they all share one eye and one tooth. Kind of unsanitary, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, in that version, Perseus had to like, kind of like bargain with them because he stole the one eye and tooth that they all shared and he didn't return them until they gave him the gifts. The other version was that the gods just gave it to him. And that was simple and easy. Hades, Hades gave him the cap of invisibility. Hermes gave him winged sandals. Athena gave him a reflective bronze, bronze shield. I cannot speak bronze shield. And Hephaestus gave him a sword. Uh, pretty plain and simple. The kill was pretty easy, though. Um, luckily, when he entered, Perseus found her asleep. And he kind of made sure not to wake her. And he was smart, so he held the shield up as a mirror to locate her. He beheaded her and threw the head in the satchel and he was all good. That was his task. He was done. The kill wasn't that big, if I'm thinking about it. Uh, honestly, I don't think there was there wasn't like it was what happened after that was like, oh cool. Percy's is a cool dude. Actually uh fun fact Medusa gave birth to two children after she died and they're actually Poseidon's children. Um, she gave birth to them through via her neck which I that's gotta be a sight to see but she birthed Pegasus uh that's right the winged horse and Chrysor we talked about him last time um he was in I think he was in the Leto story I would have I I literally don't remember but he was the parents of one of the giants we talked about in the past now on the way home Perseus sees this beautiful woman tied to a rock. That's not a sight you see every day, so obviously he goes to inquire. Turns out her name is Andromeda, and her mother had offended a god and had to offer her as a sacrifice to the Cetus, which is a sea monster. Um, Perseus was like, no, I'm in love with you now. I just met you, but I'm in love with you, so I'm going to save you. He kills the monster, and he arranges to marry her. The problem is Andromeda has promised to marry someone else named Phineas, uh, kind of unfortunate because Phineas and Ferb. I, I don't know why when I read that I'm like, oh my God, Triangle Head. But like, no, that's not. This is a, this was a human man, okay? Um, as they were about to be married, though, like his parent, their parents approved, by the way. Andromeda's parents just said, yeah, screw it with Phineas. We won't tell him. Um, you guys get married. It's fine. Phineas finds out. He comes to the wedding and he tries to fight Perseus. And then Perseus, doing the boss move, he pulls out Medusa's head and just turns him into stone, with no questions asked. It was it was just like not not even flinching. Like I mean, the badassery that has to go there. He is probably one of my favorite heroes, even though he probably did the least of everyone. 
he just kind of, like, had this secret weapon and he didn't really have to fight anyone, but, like, you gotta, like, the advantage there. Anyway, he goes home with Andromeda and he also turns Polydictus and the court to stone. And it was great. And Dana was like, it's great. Dana actually ends up marrying the fisherman, which is so cute. Um, I'm just saying, cute couple. He, he treated her so well. Um, eventually they do go home and this is how the prophecy gets fulfilled. Okay. This is the funniest thing, but also the, 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 the saddest thing. So Acrisius was the king of Argos. So, um, she goes back to Argos, Dana, and Perseus to, so, because he hasn't, he's never seen his motherland. He's never been. So he's like, let's go. And at this point, they're like hosting their version of like, I guess the Olympics or something. It's like a game sort of thing. And he decides to get into the discus throwing contest this is a thing back then it was literally just frisbee but instead of like a plastic frisbee that couldn't kill you it's a stone frisbee that if you get hit in the head with it at high speed you will die um and not surprisingly uh he throws the discus very hard and hits his grandfather in the head and he doesn't even know that's his grandfather it's just a random old man to him um but he ends up killing his grandfather and his grandfather didn't even recognize who he was so it was like it was, like, a weird ending, but, like, honestly, I couldn't have asked for a cooler one, because, like, that is probably the best way to go out, getting hit in the head with a discus, because if you get hit in the head, I don't think you can feel anything, because your brain doesn't feel pain, right? That's the thing, your brain can't feel pain, but, like, it didn't hit his brain. Anyway, thank you guys for listening uh, to this episode. I know it was shorter, but that's because I gave you, like, a full tw- 22-minute dissertation last time about the odyssey and you know like i I didn't want to go ham on this one too i need to give you breaks so yeah keep an eye out for next week we're gonna go over the ken and barbie killers paul bernardo and carla homolka they're like probably like the killers i got started in true crime with because i just found them really fascinating they were called the ken and barbie killers um very irritating people you will I guaranteed the the level of anger that I had for the West Memphis 3 case I have for this one genuinely genuinely because they're disgusting people not because of the police work it's just that those two literally make my blood boil uh keep an eye out for that one again it's a two-parter the first part will be more of backstories more of like their life together and probably like their first kill the second part will be um the rest of their kills how they got arrested the whole trial thing and where they are now because guess what actually no i'll keep that i'll keep that away from you um yeah covid is still prevalent please wear masks and gloves and all of that um i'm i'm really excited for this year i will still be posting an episode next week but um the following week i will be on break so you will get part one of ken and barbie killers a week break and then part two Sorry, that's just how the way it goes. I do want to spend at least one f- week with my family and, like, chill because it's Christmas break, y'all. Uh, I just finished my last exam, and I'm really excited. So, uh, yeah. Uh, wait, this is going to be out. I'm so sorry. I'm getting really confused. You're going to, f- you're hearing me figure this out right now. So, I'm posting this on the 23rd. This is on the 23rd. You're listening to this on the 23rd. Yes. Yes. 
No, maybe so. Yes, you are. U.S. News on the 23rd. I will not be posting on the 30th. But from... I will be posting on the 6th. So on the 6th, you will get the first true crime case for Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo. 30th, you will not. Great. Cool. Clued it up. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas break. I will also want to talk about more about... We, we failed um, in helping one of the death row people people on death I don't know what I'm trying to say I we failed in trying to save one of the death row inmates uh he was unjustly accused but we do have the chance of saving two more so we have Purvis Payne and Dustin Higgs um both unjustly accused Dustin Higgs is like the irritating one because he was unjustly accused of I think robbery but the actual person came out and he's now he's currently serving life in prison and yet he's still on death row and they didn't put him out. So whatever you guys can do, I would recommend calling any uh, state representative, uh, people that are higher ups, bombard them with calls about it. Um, there's also another case I wanted to talk about, about a, she's a human trafficker. Um, she was a human trafficker, trafficky. She was victimized. She was taken. Uh, and then she killed the human trafficker that took her. And now she's being uh, on trial. I will have more information about that in the description. So please look that, check that out. And yeah. Sign petitions, go to protests and all that stuff. This has not stopped, okay? It's probably gotten worse at this point because they're just executing people left and right. And Donald Trump's doing this, by the way. I'm going to say his name. I'm going to call you out. If I had, if I was at, okay, this is new information to me. We could technically evict the president because the house is paid for by us. Did y'all know that? We pay for the White House. We're paying his rent right now. So we could technically evict him from the White House if we wanted. Can we all just, can Gen Z just gang up and do that? Like just march over to the White House in Washington, D.C. and just kick him out because it's not really his house. It's ours. And he needs to remember that because he does not have every single ability in this world. I don't understand what he's trying to do, but he's trying to like take down every single one of the black death row inmates, the ones that were unjustly accused and he's planning to keep on in there. He's, he, I can't believe, okay, anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um. I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas break. I will have more information about all those cases I talked about in the description. And uh, yeah, stay safe, stay san sane, stay sanitary. Oh my God, I'm going to say it again. Stay safe, stay sane, stay sanitary. I'll see you guys next time and bye. Love you. Um, please check out the description and sorry for rambling. Bye-bye.